Welcome to this episode of Paideia Ponderings. I'm Dr. David Stanton, Headmaster at Oakdale Academy. It's a pleasure to welcome you. And on this episode, just uh, again, trying to highlight some of those perhaps less well-known uh, people who influenced our founding fathers as we ramp up to the 4th of July and the celebration of 245 years as a nation on July 4th of 2021. And on this episode, we will talk about Sir William Blackstone. Again, we talked on a previous episode about Reverend George Whitfield and his inspiration as an itinerant preacher throughout the American colonies, 1730s, 40s, and beyond. Um, but uh, it, it is William Blackstone uh, that would be uh, such an influential man to the understanding of our founding fathers when it came to law. And as our founding fathers pieced together the experiment that would become the United States of America, understanding of law was uh, of great importance. So many of our founding fathers uh, had studied or read the law, as it was said back then, and Sir William Blackstone was inspirational in so much of what they did. And we'll uncover more of that here in the next few minutes. As we do so, again, we want to welcome you if you're just finding our podcast uh, those of us who are called to serve at Oakdale Academy believe it very important that we highlight in a patriotic way uh, those men, those women, those um, who have gone before us and who have sacrificed but who have inspired and who have worked diligently to create what we believe is the greatest nation uh, the world has ever known. And it is a nation that was created very much we firmly believe, and history would point out, despite popular belief uh, these days, uh, was founded on the beliefs of the Judeo-Christian heritage, that Greco-Roman tradition, one inspired by and initially set up to honor God. And we hold those truths very, very dear to us. And so we encourage you, if you're looking for a school that does not teach that America is a horrible place and that everything that we have done as Americans is wrong and should be discarded and forgotten about, but that America is rather taught as we would teach at Oakdale Academy and at classical Christian schools throughout our country, is a place that was inspired of God, uh, was created with thankfulness for God, was created with a devotion to God, but has certainly gone astray as any group of people or sinners will do, but has continued to live the American dream to make this world a better place, then we encourage you to check out those places for your child's education. You can go to classicalchristian.org, that's the Association of Classical Christian Schools, and find a school Around you, if you're in Metro Detroit, oakdaleacademy.com. So again, today we'll be looking as we uh, gear up for the 4th of July at the life and the importance of Sir William Blackstone. And welcome back. Again, we want to talk about Sir William Blackstone. Uh, Sir William was born in 17. 23, died in 1780, 
He is known as the great 18th century English legal scholar, and I am taking a lot of my information from the Blackstone Institute uh, in Abilene, Texas. And um, what we'll, we'll talk about is uh, briefly his inspiration to our founding fathers. Blackstone would take it upon himself to write uh, commentaries about English law and uh, used as the basis and the heart of his philosophy on law, the Ten Commandments. Uh, he taught that man is created by God and granted fundamental rights by God, and that all of man's law must be based on God's law. Let me say that again. He taught that man is created by God and granted fundamental rights by God. Hopefully that sounds familiar, uh, very similar to what Jefferson would write in our Declaration of Independence because it was our founding fathers that referred to Blackstone more than any other English or American authority. His commentary on the laws of England was basic to our Constitution. The, the work, the commentaries on the laws of England has sold more copies in America than, than in England and it was a basic textbook of America's early lawyers. It was only sadly, again, reading from the Blackstone Institute here, it was only sadly in the mid 20th century that American law, rewritten by uh, justices on the Supreme Court and other lower courts uh, that started to repudiate Blackstone. But Blackstone was the foundation for the thoughts on law for our founding fathers uh, and his foundations on Judeo-Christian heritage. Um, give you an idea of some of the things that Sir William Blackstone uh, talked about. Um, he, was, um, he was born after his father died. He, his, he was born to a posthumous father. His father died several months before uh, he was born and his mother died when he was only 12. Um, he was a poor orphan, uh, but yet received an excellent education because he was supported by some prominent individuals. And in 1750, he was granted a degree doctor of civil law and uh, began life of uh, an academic after practicing law and joining the bar um, in 1746. And he basically, uh, is argued was rivaled by no English, English judicial writer uh, for for centuries. Um, and in his commentaries on the English law, he explains English law uh, as it had come to exist um, at, at that point in English uh, history. And, and his desire was not only the profession of the common law, but he he looked to um, take a lot of the confusion about English common law out of practice. So what are his, what are his principles? Well, these are his principles. Um, and these are the things that America used and our founding fathers used in the importance of Sir William Blackstone. First of all, uh, that law is the order of the universe. To quote Sir William, he said that thus when the supreme being formed the universe and created matter out of nothing, he impressed certain principles upon that matter from which it can never depart and without which it would cease to be. 
When he put the matter into motion, he established certain laws of motion to which all movable bodies must conform. He secondly said that law is a rule of human action. There are, he said, thirdly, laws of nature. He would, Sir William would say, these are the eternal, immutable laws of good and evil to which the creator himself in all his dispensations conforms in which he has enabled human reason to discover so far as they are necessary for the conduct, conduct pardon me, of human action. He says that, they're, they're, that God is the creator. God has built into the universe fundamental laws. They're fixed, they're immutable, and they must be obeyed. You cannot disobey the law of gravity. You cannot disobey the laws of thermodynamics. He said that man is a dependent creature. He is not to disobey God's fixed laws, but is given free will and reason to discover and choose his actions within, within the limits of God's laws, because man's reason is corrupt and cannot by itself discover and apply God's law. So Blackstone would continue and says that the purpose ultimately of human law is, in Sir William's words, to command what is right, prohibiting what is wrong, and human law cannot violate God's law. It is rather to decide what things are right and what things are wrong in regard to things in themselves indifferent. In other words, actions that are not intrinsically right or wrong, but are declared so by human lawmakers because there are natural laws. He says that really there are three primary personal rights. Personal security, the right to uh, enjoy one's life, limbs, body, health, and reputation. Personal liberty, the power of locomotion, he would say, of changing situation, removing one's person to whatever, whatsoever place one's own inclination may direct without imprisonment or restraint unless by due course of law and the right of private property. The right consists in the free use, enjoyment, and disposal of all his acquisitions without any control or diminution, save only by the law of lands. And he would say as well that human judges are empowered to interpret the will of the legislature by certain distinct standards, including the usual meaning of words, context of the words being interpreted, the subject matter of the law, the effect of the interpretation, and the reason for the law, why it was promulgated. And what has happened is those very um, rules, those very laws, if you'll pardon the pun, that, that Blackstone uh, talked about are the basis then of English common law and were the, the commentaries or the sum, summarization of those laws that our founding fathers would take as they created our constitution. If you go back through those laws, you see so many of the important things that we hold so dear as a nation, as a nation of laws to what Sir William Blackstone had done in his commentaries on the laws of England. And so it is so important to remember those who have come before us who have inspired us. We often talk as we approach the 4th of July about Jefferson, about Adams, about Franklin, about Washington, and we, and we should. 
And it's the work of people like George Whitfield, Sir William Blackstone, and certainly must be echoed as well for the work they have done to inspire this wonderful nation full of laws called the United States of America.